Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns Podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A uh, Matthew Turner version of the Touchline Media Group, because he is all that matters to me in this moment. It's all I care about. He is the reason why we continue to do things. Uh, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I am joined by co-host and friend, Ben. Um, This episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air decides to put in, Bird Dogs, Matthew Turner, uh, and and who, whoever else, you know, if you want to sponsor us, you can. That's up to you. Uh, we are probably going to be joined by other people at some point. Um, but let, let's just like start with the headline here. Matthew Turner is so fucking good. He guessed the right way on all of them, but the one guy wrong footed him. But other than that, oh, I guess the guy who missed, who hit the crossbar maybe too. But like he guessed right consistently on all those on all those penalty kicks. Like, I, I think the thing is, though, is that, like, it's getting to the point where, like, you know how, like, at a certain point with, like, specialists, you start overrating their ability and, like, overreacting? Like, I don't, you know, I, I go back to basketball at all times, but, like, just the shooters who are, like, shooting, like, 45% from three instead of 38%. Um, and then, like, you just, like, freak the fuck out whenever they're open. I, I think that... Matt Turner is getting to the point in his penalty career where he's literally making this a coin flip. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of this, maybe a little bit before your time, but Brad Friedel, like when he played for the U S back in the day, you just kind of expected him to save penalties. And this is kind of where we're at now with Turner, even when they scored in uh regulation in the 93rd or whatever it was like, he went the right way. He just didn't quite get there. Like he's, he's, I think the thing is, is that like, if if you make, and, and we talked about this after the Jamaica game, like if you can make penalty kicks into a coin flip and not an 80% conversion rate, like, right. You, you like in, in penalty today across four penalties, five penalties, four penalties taken, five, pen- six penalties taken. He let in three and they missed and they didn't convert three. Like well, that's, that's insane. Look at, the, look at the penalty that a Jesus Ferreira scored. I mean, Turner saves that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever the Canadians goalie, the keeper was, Saint, got, Saint his hand, got a solid St. Clair, got a solid hand on it, but 
Like it still got by him. Turner, Turner keeps that out for sure. I, I think like the thing to mention there, and and it's how he got Vittoria's, uh, the first one of the the PKs. He just has really strong wrists. Yeah, he was going the wrong way, but got a hand he, up and just stopped it. Yeah, he he almost like wrong footed himself out of saving that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Welcome, Kevin. Hey, right, Kevin's here. Um, I'm also, I, I love what you guys kicked off with because it's uh. It's literally the exact comment I made to to Colleen in the kitchen. I'm like, you know, the XG on a penalty is like over 0.8. And I'm like, he's got like a 50% career save percentage. And she goes, wow, over 0.8. I'm like, you know what, Colleen? (laughs) (laughs) Fine, (laughs) fine. That's fair. Like 50, (laughs) 50 minutes, an hour into this game, I was just sitting here thinking like there is no grown up on the pitch that like can take hold of this game and help this team out. Like there's nobody to give the ball to who you're like, all right, bail us out here, man. There's just nobody. So, uh, cause I was, my, my nine-year-old son is like, why aren't any of our good players playing? I'm like, well, it's complicated. Good question. But I'm, I was it's, like, it's I, a I'm long like, answer, but it's boring. Yeah. So and I'm like, well, honestly, <laughs> the only starter is our goalie. And you know who won the game? The goalie. I'm like, there's something to be said for like Greg ball. Right, which is what we are now doing, which is mm. fuck it, our 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 defense and and uh goalie are good. And like we only started giving up bullshit when we took off our two starting center backs. Like I, yeah, I mean I, I acknowledge that. I'm like, this is a weird game when like you, you sub two of your center backs at I think was it before ninety? Because I mean before ninety five, anyways. Yeah. 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 So our so <laughs> You know, when you're watching like the third preseason game, you're like, man, none of these guys are going to make the team. And like they pull the starters after the first, you know, series or whatever. That's like the feeling I got. Like they pulled, they pulled Neil and Miles Robinson. I'm like, wait, wait, are we trying to win? Like, what, what, are we on pitch count here? What's going on? And like, I didn't think Mihailovic was playing bad. He wasn't playing good. Nobody was playing good, but like he was not the center mid I would have taken off. Yeah. I mean, um, he scored sort of, so I guess that. Yeah, right. That. Although I, I do want to say this about Gianluca Busio. Um, we we and I I guess like we should do this in the order we do these podcasts, but whatever. I want to talk about this. We'll talk um, about him if we get there. Uh, Busio, like his penalty was like, oh, that's that's what he is, and it's oh, like, yeah, I can take one step and put this ball wherever I want it on frame. Yeah, he's got great <laughs> foot talent. <laughs> yes, he does. He was a. Uh, Benny the Jet hitting uh, hitting Smalls's glove there. Right, like like that's insane. <laughs> um, especially he, especially coming off of uh, the the second or third Canadian penalty where I don't remember who it was. I yeah, I don't remember who it was. But like he put it above the outstretched arm of Turner yeah. and um and I guess like it was Twelman or Holden. I don't I don't even know who's on these calls. Um, was like Holden was like, yeah, no no goalie on earth can stop that one. And then like. Busio puts it inch perfect better than that and you're like all right all right <laughs> just showing off now <laughs> so uh, on with Busio I feel like there was actually like there's a lot of times when we watch the U.S. men's national like team a team and you're just so frustrated by the quality of service on like set pieces and corners and I feel like Busio was like hitting dimes and also some of the best service I've seen from like a fullback in recent memory from Jones, Jones hit some absolute freaking 
Yeah. Money shots. Excuse well, the expression. The one. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, Jones, Spartan dog. Uh, <laughs> like that, I, that was a dime. Do we have any Northwestern players on the, on, on the team at the moment? I don't think so. <laughs> I know we have a Stanford player. I don't know about Bianca. Oh, God. I wish we didn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I actually forgot he was on the team. And then, like, he was getting loose. I'm like, oh, wait. So, do I want him instead of Gressel? I, 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 I don't know. I want I want Roldan over both of them. Because, like, <sighs> at what Gressel position, and Morris though? give you nothing going forward. So you're not sacrificing it. But Roldan will at least, like, he's, like, physically up for it. He tracks back. It, it, he he gives you tactical flexibility. Like all of a sudden, he give you a right back. He, I'm convinced he, he could play anywhere in the midfield. Like none of these guys are that great. So like well, I don't right, know. Right now, like when you step back and look at the team, and I think I've made this reference before. Like the Ravens are always a weird NFL team. It's like we have a really good quarterback, a good tight end, a weirdly good fullback, and like some crappy receivers. Go make an offense out of that. And like we've like, invested in our defense. We are not best of luck, Lamar. Yeah. Best of luck. Like right now, if you look if you look at the US roster, it's like, well, our center backs are pretty good. Our fullbacks are pretty good. We've got a defensive midfielder that's okay and a good goalkeeper. Go win I, stuff with that. It's it's <laughs> the most big ten shit possible. It's like yeah, we're, we're what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We're gonna invest in corners, safeties, a middle linebacker, mm. and a defensive tackle. Yeah. Spine. Beat our spine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I'm assuming we're going to go back to front, but one thing you made the comment earlier about us playing like Greg ball again. I think that part of why it looks like we're playing Greg balls because most of the players on the field lack the ability to progress the ball forward in a meaningful way. Correct. (laughs) So like, yes, there's a lot more of like horseshoe action, which is what we see a lot of when we think of Greg ball, but you know what? Like I, I don't think that there was really any tactical changes from the nation's league to the gold cup except for the fact that right exactly like (laughs) except for the fact that like you have a completely different class of player like executing and stuff like james sands i thought for the type of game and the type of roster that we have was like actually like had an okay game but like good lord like i would imagine like musa collecting a ball deep where sands does where he like shields him off plays a no like musa's gonna like turn a guy and like drive 45 yards like up the spine of like a you know canada's defense right. i mean sans, we had like, one dude who could do that today sans it, is pretty good like he he moves the ball fast he's pretty tough in the tackle he gets his like but he has zero going forward like no. and that's your your best like out of the what the front five he's your best <laughs> he, <laughs> he had like, the best name do? in our midfield and he's a guy who yes has zero going forward which like tells yes. you everything you need to know about this game a great like it was a passer rock. for a center back yes it was a rock <laughs> yeah. fight for 80 minutes and then i don't know did we did everybody just get tired and we're like ah screw it this is like the the end of the pickup game where everybody like is too tired to play defense kate yeah, powell should have came on sooner or should just start at this point he yeah. can't start he cannot start when he starts he's trash when he doesn't start he's the best player on the field Okay, put so him let's, in the let's, second minute. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he, it's, it's like a, it's like the the MLB thing where you start with your uh, your relievers and then you you put in a starter well, in like the like, third inning. I, as much as we're begging for Cade Cole, he's not even like good. He's not that good. <laughs> no. He's fast and strong. It's Matthew Hoppy. Well, well, we, we already did this once in a gold. Yeah, it's Matthew Hoppy. Like, it's the same shit. Like <laughs> I like I was all pumped up when he was like, I'm not giving up on this play, but like. He doesn't know what to do with the ball once he gets it, like unless it unless he can like hit a curler with his right foot. 
Well, at least the mentality, though, is there like, yeah, and we'll we'll get to him, I'm sure. But he was like the only player that I saw all night where like he would collect the ball wide and like actually cut inside and like have Canada backpedaling with like runners running off of him. No, like he he can't lay a ball off like Gio Reyna or else he wouldn't be at, you know, San Jose. He wouldn't be at the CT. If if Kate, right. If Kate Cowell had Gio Reyna's like foot ability and brain, he'd be like, I don't know, at Madrid right now, because he's also like one of the best athletes out there. Yeah. So so anyways, all right, let's, let's, let's Let's, follow the traditional format. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. We're, we're, we're 12 minutes in to a, a shorter episode and, and we haven't gotten to things. Um, all right. Matt Turner, best goalie on earth. Also, I, I actually do want to say something more about Matt Turner. Um, <clears throat> if there is any goalie who is better than him on earth, I, I would love to know who it is because like, you cannot tell me Courtois is better. You can't, I'm not, I'm not hearing it. If you're talking about just keeping the ball out yeah. of the net, yep. he's that elite. skill. If you're, yeah. If you're gonna throw other things in, you're fine. You've got. You know, I don't know. He he better, but he he put a dime in in uh just before that Busio goal or own goal, I guess. But like from <laughs> midfield, like got it right yeah. where it needed to be. Like yeah. Oh, he's definitely improved. He's not a he's not like a a disaster back there anymore. No. Um. Okay. So across the uh a back line, we had Reynolds started. We, we started with Reynolds, Neil Robinson, and um Jones. Or in switch, Neil and Robinson. Neil was the left-sided uh, center back. Um, I want to start with Neil because we have pumped him up a lot this Gold Cup. Um, he had a couple of moments where I was like, Ooh, yeah. oh, you yeah, are 19 shaky. against some adults. And, like, it was like, you know, Canada put out an MLS-ass team. But, like, Jalen Neal starts for the one of the worst teams in, in, in MLS. Like, you can see why. Yeah. Like, there's... He- <laughs> He had a huge coming down to earth moment, um, and he, he's he's nineteen as well, right? Yeah, youngest youngest center back to ever start a game, a knockout game for the United States. I I, I like appreciate and understand the fact that like center back generally skews older, but he for whatever Kate Cowell's like technical limitations are, like he looks like a fit like adult man. Like he's nineteen. Isn't Busio nineteen as well? Like uh, a lot Lucio of people, is no, twenty one. Like I don't, I don't know. He he looked great against the 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 Caribbean nations, but yeah, he he seemed to to wilt a little bit tonight. Well, and and you think... know what? Fine. Like that, that that's not like a terrible insult to say. Like he was mediocre against Canada. Granted, well, Canada B or C team. Well, B team. You know what? When there's a, if there was ever a good spot to be shaky and rattled, and on your first knockout game, mm-hmm. like the quarters against Canada and the Cincinnati Cup, like, yeah. Yeah. all right, get some, get some reps in a. Honestly, like Susan was asking me tonight. She's like, "So are you really nervous?" I'm like, eh. I got. I'll, I'll say this: I got nervous. I well, shoot up penalty kicks are. The penalties, I think. But at a certain point, I'm like, I think I might rather lose than go to extra time. <laughs> oh, no, I wanted to go to extra time. I wanted more. Um, I, you know, this, yeah. 
I'd rather Jalen Neal get nervous tonight than at the 2036 World Cup when he's probably going to be, you know, could be our starting center back. So I assume you mean 26, uh, not 36. I mean 36 because he do only do what, like 32 for that tournament? Uh, 13. Yeah, he will be 32. Jesus. <laughs> there, there's, if if Jalen Neal develops, there's an outside chance he could play at the, the what? 2038 World Cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, that's disgusting. Um, no, so Miles, whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Miles was Miles. Um, I don't remember Miles doing anything too scary. He had a, he had a, oh, no. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It was, I I, I was, I was setting up for that. Um, I, I wanted to say just before, before we get there, he did have a couple of very nice long balls. Um, honestly, if you take his, if you disregard his arms, he was our best center back. If you oh, only judge him, yeah. if you only judge him on soccer things, which is not including your hands, he was great. Wait, and it's funny because I thought the first handball should have been a penalty kick, and the second 100%. one was harsh. So, eh. well, I, I thought I, the I mean, first one got called off for like a penalty off the ball. Yeah, but, yeah, but guess, that's that that's be. always bullshit. And you knew that they were gonna if they had an opportunity, they were coming back for it. Yeah, that 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 pen, that foul never gets called. Like they just sort of let that go. I will say Miles is the only player outside of Turner that I could, I would be okay with starting a, a full eighteen game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Fe- well, we'll get there. Um, Brian Reynolds again, like he's very fast. He does a lot of really good things going forward. He was the reason that we gave up that goal in extra time uh, because he sort of went on a run with no plan. I do want to give uh, give proper shame to both Miazga and Ferreira yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, Ferreira burned by Canadian Cade Cowell. Yeah, uh, what, Rusty Shackleford. Shuffleboard. <laughs> yeah, Rusty Shackleford. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Does anybody get that reference? Oh yeah, that, that's uh, a little Dale Dribble. Um, right, yes, yeah. there we go. Um. Nashville legend, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Schaffelberg. I, I, sorry, I need to look this up. You, you guys he, keep talking for a second. I, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. I mean, no, he he hammered us after he came on, and I thought that yeah. Brian Reynolds against the the Caribbean squad teams were we. I think I, I mean, I'm like, oh man, like what a what an athlete. Like he looked like so out of place on that field. Okay, he steps up to a team that has like some like probably more like conventional and legitimate professional athletes are they the best soccer players no but like you know they're they're he was playing a team of pros he immediately didn't look as impressive physically right there are a couple of guys like that like when the other team is not just thoroughly outmatched and can't yeah. handle it like it was noticeable with him it was noticeable with Ferreira um, Reynolds had a few okay I can't remember who he, he he cut he got a couple of guys out on a ball and like got followed from behind like he didn't have a terrible game but I think he got a little tired, and I think that that he it, it became a little bit more obvious as to why he didn't just catch on in Europe and and you know have his career take off. Right, he's much more interested in attacking than he is in defending, and somebody's he's either going to have to have that beaten out of him, or he's uh yeah going to have to be much better offensively to make it worth it. He he'd have to play in a lower he'd have he could be like a luxury right back for a team playing in like a lower European league that's top of the table that, you know. Right. He could, like, boss things at the best Belgian team if they wanted to play him at right back or whatever. Sure. Sure. 
Uh, I so. don't know who we're talking about right now. I had to look something up. Uh, Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, Dewan Jones. Uh, oh, wait. Should we talk about Aaron Long and Matt Miazga? Matt Miazga uh, really, really allowed Schaffelberg to go on for uh, how long did he let him run with the ball before doing anything? Oh, the, too long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not I great. Know. He got it, a, it he got a shit housery yet yellow card. That was nice. Yeah, it was one of those situations where he was going to get burned. Just like, where was he going to choose to get burned? Yeah. <laughs> so, when Miazga was like bowling his way back up the field, I think it was a different chat. I sent this and I'm like, Matt Miazga looks like he's wearing an Affliction t-shirt getting into <laughs> fights in hometown bars all across this country. <laughs> well, I mean, he just cleared out the keeper and then like, like threw an elbow on his way out. And it was like, well. I do. Like, I do kind of enjoy you, Matt. I recognized I, I him, him when I was like 23 years old. I remember seeing him in the at the bars in Macomb. I, I know. I know who that guy is. I've seen, I've met Wait, him. Waves in St. Clair Shores. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, those are a number. There are a number of establishments that you can find um, uh, people wearing Affliction T-shirts. But you shouldn't judge them just in case they're wearing the right shorts. And do you know who makes great shorts? Bird dog. You know, when Ace and I like to hang out, uh, we have a lot of things in common, and we like to go back and forth. But one of the biggest things we have in common is that neither of us likes to wear pants. Isn't that right, Asa? It's it's true. I um I you know I say I don't like to wear pants, but I end up wearing pants a lot. Um, just because in my day to day life, I I really don't have a lot of pairs of shorts that look good on me. Well. You know what you could find to help you look good in shorts? So that's the thing is that I recently found a brand of shorts that does not make me look like a boxy fat person because bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the leg and thigh, giving me a truly sculpted look, which is what people say about me having given that I haven't been to the gym since 1988. Do you... So these bird dogs, they sound very interesting. Is there anything you could compare them to? I, a consumer, have a vast knowledge of other stretch khaki shorts, and I'm just looking for a comparison so that I can think of them together in my brain. So I I certainly could mention another brand, um, you know, I I don't know. Um, I'm not going to because I don't want to get sued. But if I were to compare it to something, I would compare it to a certain brand that – has become very popular. They're very comfortable. Um, there's a lot of women's leggings uh, in their in their stuff. Um, I also actually happen to have a jacket from them. This isn't a Lululemon advertisement. Uh, I mean, a random company that I didn't just mention advertisement. It's a bird dogs advertisement, which is why I'm not going to mention that other company. But if I were going to mention that other company, it would be fairly similar to bird dogs. Okay, so we're not going to mention other companies. That's fair. I don't think we should do that. I think that's that's good. Uh, legal precedent there, but would you would you compare them to any other certain types of fabric? Should we say? So I hate cotton um, for both uh, pragmatic and historical reasons. But yeah, get fucked, Eli Whitney. Yeah, specifically down with the cotton gin. <clears throat> and bird dogs fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. I mean, who even wears cotton? Like, really? People in North Carolina which we're not a huge fan of either. So should we, so 
That seems very interesting. I'm intrigued. I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. Is there any sort of technological advances that these dogs or birds may have, you know, developed to help us overcome our cotton restrictive ways? Right. So the geniuses over at Bird Dogs, they looked at clouds. And the thing about clouds is that they're fluffy and they're made of water. And they produce acid rain sometimes. But they looked at these clouds and they said, what if we fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, and everybody loves khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. That sounds delightful. But how does those deal with smell? You know, there's always some smells wafting up. I'm not a big fan of that. Is there any way that these bird dogs have fixed that? You hadn't considered the smell. Smell. I hadn't considered the smell. In the, in, in the man was in the land of stinky shorts. The man with half a nose is king. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long without having to do what we normally do, which is you know put half a bottle of baby powder uh, down your shorts, uh, which is actually a thing people do. Um, anyways, <laughs> okay. I am. You sold me. I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. I'd like to, you know, subscribe, like, and share your podcast. Now, how would I go about finding these magical cloud knit bird dog shorts? You would go to bird dog, right. You'd go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free something style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free blank style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Free redacted style tumbler. Um, so we we talked a little bit about uh, Jimmy and friends. Um, I think Sands is good as this sort of like quasi defensive mid that we have. He wasn't like the same destroyer mold, um, mm-hmm. and and, and I, I think that like the intent was to have Busio also track back a little bit more than than the other eight. Um, yeah, but I mean. My concern now with it is, so we've talked about this. You just need to play, you know, I guess Canada kind of sort of counts, but you need to get to the point where you're playing Jamaica again, or you're playing really Mexico in the final. And I don't know if the team is good enough around Sands to give a, like a true read on, is he good enough to be a backup six for the full team? Uh, because right now there, there isn't one, the backup six know. playing the backup six is playing McKinney and Musa in a double pivot. If Tyler's not there. Which is fine, by the way. I, I agree. I I don't think that there's anything that James Sands is going to do where I would rather have him with two eights in front of him versus the double pivot with like Reyna in front, right? Or Tillman <laughs> or whoever. Yeah, he has all of the ball progression issues of Tyler Adams without being like of like ninety ninth percentile like destroyer. Right. He's not the supreme athlete. That right. And he doesn't read the ball. Like, so uh, I have some, I have some breaking news here. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, has tweeted out absolute dog at Matt Turner. Yeah. <laughs> FS1 so, splashed that up on the screen. So yeah, everyone was ready for that one. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, you, you know, like I don't, I don't think that Patrick Mahomes was watching an off year gold cup game on a, on a Sunday <laughs> at, he might have clicked on the penalty shootout. I, like I a buddy might have said, hey, shootout's on. Check it out. <laughs> no, I think Mahomes is a soccer guy. 
I, I think he owns part of Sporting KC. Yeah, um, I think he, he's. A, like, I think he's a soccer guy. I so just like he, I have this very funny image of Patrick Mahomes sitting there with his dumbass brother, like watching this soccer game and getting like increasingly nervous. Frank Stallone of. <laughs> so, uh, I actually did get off TikTok. It, yeah, I got it. I got two texts about this game from who I would conventionally consider to be like very much like non soccer people. Um, which was like interesting because I, you know, it's too bad that they watched this team and not the Nations League team right. that was like <laughs> clinical and beautiful to watch. And they watched them like I had to. My first response was like, "So this is like players like forty through sixty in our pool." Just right. to be clear, like you could make probably four lineups before you put any of these guys on the field. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the thing is, like, you look at our strikers here, like. Well, anyways, let's 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 finish up with this. Busio continues to be the type of player who, um, when you grade out a game as a coach, you're like, oh, he sucked. Like, I would be willing to bet in this game on halfspaces.com, um, Busio would, would come out with a negative grade. I I I I don't I or or you know, negative for a midfielder, which is like, you know, two or something. Um and but he had like incredibly loud moments right. of, of good stuff and it's like it's like it's like a um a, a, a defensive tackle who just gets his ass kicked over and over again throughout a game but three or four times he pulls a move and gets like a five-yard loss uh or or a sack or something and you're like oh shit he flashed he's really good and I said this last game too, but to me Busio and Mihailovic I like perfect zeros in like that war metric yeah they're like Okay, fine. Like, you're here. Like you're taking, you're eating minutes. You're you're not doing any like. I'm, I'm going to give you a goal by hitting one, uh, hitting yet another ball directly at the goalie. But this time it bounced off him and hit a defender and went in. Like how many shots did he have directly? At, although he did have one that the keeper had to make an actual good save on in the, the first, first one. But he had two or three shots directly at the dude tonight. I'm going to give you a, a comparison here, and and I, I want to see exactly how you feel about it. Gianluca Busio. Spencer Torkelson. I don't watch baseball. Sorry. Okay. Spencer Torkelson was, yeah, considered like one of the great prospects of our generation and is currently hitting like 700 OPS, which is like bad. All right. I mean, the Tigers are bad, so that tracks. Yeah, they drafted. There was a, like, everybody. I didn't know he played for the Tigers. Okay. So anyways, uh. For those of you who are baseball listeners. Pick a listeners, different sport to reference. Yeah, right, so sorry. Um, hold on. I need to bitch about something. Uh, the Tigers picked third in a three-guy draft this year and, and didn't get one of the top three. So oh, thank you, Tigers, sweet. for you always go. doing the dumb fucking thing. The okay. Red Wings traded for the Debrinket guy today. I've been making uh, – so I'm in a group chat with uh, various people, including Stumpy, who like hockey, and I don't. And I've just been like, like they keep talking about it. And every single time I come up with a different uh, pun on the name cat and de being the in vernacular. So uh, earlier today, it was, I hope he's has more luck than de brown, de black cat. Um, mm. you know, and so on and so forth. Wow. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with it. Wow. <laughs> um, that story was long, but at least it was boring. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, Mihailovic came off in the 73rd minute for um, for Vasquez. So we only had two proper midfielders this game. Um, but let's talk about Ferreira. 
Mm. He doesn't look good against good teams. Again, good team in this case being Canada. I'm not saying great teams. I'm not saying elite teams. I'm not saying teams that should give us a problem, but like teams that are, have like 11 professional soccer players. Yeah. I mean, he had what two moments where the ball fell to him in the box and they both got blocked. So, I mean, if one of them, that's the funny thing about a striker. If one of those things doesn't get blocked, Oh, he can, I don't know. He can do it against Canada's B team. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've seen enough of Mahalovic. I'd rather come out and just start back at Vasquez and Ferreira together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, mean, I don't know if Panama's good. These guys just throw random combinations out there. Is, I, I, I don't, yeah, like, I don't know if um, if Panama's good. I mean, they smoked Qatar. I, I, I haven't watched any of them. Um, but, like, why not? I, I like I assume they're going to play five back, you know, five in the back and want to counter us because everybody does except for Mexico. Like, why not? Yeah, whatever. Um, do we need, can we abuse the wingers now? Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk with the floor raiser, the guy who is going to make sure that our fourth winger was not an embarrassment. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I believe that the Alex and Dejas experiment is over. I think we're done. Lord willing. Um, like at this point, watching him is painful because I am sure that when he plays for his club, he is a good soccer player. This many people can't be this wrong about a dude. I mean, does he have the yips at this point? That's what I think. When he got, when he got taken off tonight, there was just a shot of him on the bench and you can tell he knows he played like crap, but like you, I guess we're going to keep running him out there and the hopes that he find the only thing I can think of with him is there's like a stylistic issue where he wants to give and get and give and get and be very Liga Amakis or he'll like pass the ball and like he'll like Bro, almost, it's not coming back <laughs> well he'll, he'll like pass it and almost like backpedal into space he did it a few times where he like Okay, I gave it to you. The defense shifted. Now my, I'm still facing you, but like I'm I'm literally backpedaling like in the direction of the other team's goal, and he wants that ball played in where he can then like on the turn do something with it, and like the ball doesn't come back. It's it. And well, and you were right, Kevin. He does have very quick feet. You can tell there's some skill there, but it's not coming off. He's not getting by guys. He's not. It's not. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's not working. It, it's he's, not working. He's so small. I don't know. Is, is he smaller than Ferreira? Uh, he. I mean, he plays like it. Uh, he's he's the, listed the only at thing five. I'm thinking of is like, okay, it's not working on the wing with this team, and maybe it's a stylistic issue. Like, I'd be interested to see to just put him in the middle of the field where, hey, you're gonna collect the ball in like a ton of traffic, and if like one out of six times you like can quick feet your way out of it all of a sudden like there's something going through what is it what's it called like zone 14 where yeah, we yeah. generally don't live with this roster where we have the black hole right so uh th- that i'm trying to be creative with the guy but like but why are we talk- like, why are we trying so hard to fit a 25 year old in into this setup like because theoretically he's good and nobody none of the other wingers even have that going for him right like right now, if you're on form from what we've seen in this tournament, I think your best bet is starting Cade Cowell and Christian Roldan. Roldan. Yeah. I'm yeah. not even kidding. 
Like nope. what is, what is this? Like, and those guys could play for hours without scoring. It, well, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm being like practical and optimistic on this starting rolled on and then per, playing Ferreira at the 10 is almost kind of like a best case. Cause like, you know, that rolled on is going to like get distracted by the ball and like track back like 65 yards as a winger who's supposed to like stay out wide. So he may almost be like the right kind of cover if you want to play Ferreira in the middle. Dude, Not that Mihailovic is like a defensive workhorse. Using another metaphor comparison, I feel like BJ Callahan is now at the point in um, Apollo 13 where they have to make a square filter fit a round hole so the astronauts don't die. Like only in this case, it's to score goals so the team doesn't lose. <laughs> um, I, I I do want to say we're, we're we're shitting on Zendejas, uh, rightfully so, but he did he did track back, he did play defense. You know, he did try hard. And try hard. Try him. hard. He's not dogging it. He's not dogging I it. I, um, I still think that there's just like a I don't know something's not right. I still kind of believe in the guy just because I think he can control a ball in tight spaces better than anyone else on this roster. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many times you can watch the same thing. Yeah, um, Gressel was there. Um, Oof. He played, you know who like, Gressel his... is? Gressel. Do you remember Brad Evans or not? Uh, Brad Davis. Every time yeah. he came on, he's like, "Oh, the cultured left foot of Brad Davis." Yeah. It's like it's Julian <laughs> Gressel. He he hits a nice cross with his right foot. As near as I can tell, that's the only thing he offers. And like that's cool. Maybe don't start the guy who ha- who who puts in a nice cross with his right foot with the 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 center forward who's five seven, yeah. like like talking about like square square pegs round holes like you you got to make sure you know what you're doing. But like I think for Callahan with with the right wing, he's just like I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, you got a magic eight ball with like the, the names. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, Cade Cowell, I, I do want to say about Cade, um, it's very obvious to me, and, and Kevin, you said this earlier, like, he's he's just like, you give him open space, you you put him on a team that plays in transition, he will do shit for you. And like- well, We talked about Reynolds earlier, how when you put him up against professionals, he you know was clearly no longer overmatching them. Physically, Cade Cowell was he's still, still over- people. He was still- like too much for Canada to handle. He doesn't have the soccer IQ and stuff to go with it, but like maybe you just throw him out there because you know what? Run fast. Maybe something good will happen. Man. Well, like there was a good 20 minutes where the, the, the offensive plan seemed to be empty out the left side, let Cade run in the middle. And then if you overhit it, he has all that room to the left where he is going to be the one who gets it. So like, screw NBA, it, why not? Cade go ISO. Yeah, like there was a, a significant amount of time where the offensive plan was isocade. I'm fine with it. With this, it wasn't roster. a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm fine with it. What were your, what were your better ideas? <laughs> well, I mean, we so let's see against team. I saw like whatever. I'm not going to disparage the the Caribbean nations. Whatever against Jamaica and Canada that are more conventionally professional teams. Like we we're not banging in goals. Um, so I, I'm, I don't know that it, 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 the only time that it seemed like Canada was like truly like under duress and like scrambling a bit was, yeah, when it was Cade running onto a ball and just sprinting through people like uh, the, the, the Burhalter horseshoe of death, Canada just sat in their shell and like, didn't give a crap. There's no one who can break them down. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but like you know having said all of that like i think that Cade is is somebody who i, I actually don't need to start him like I, i'm not going to be upset if he doesn't start against panama or you know god willing mexico or jamaica because i like i do think that there's something to tired legs with him right like against fresh legs like it's not as big of an advantage but when you have him running at center backs who've been playing for 60 minutes against a team that nominally can do shit um like he's he's much better off this is honestly seeming like a repeat of the two years ago gold cup when the basically the plan was just like grind and grind and win one nothing and i think this year's version is just kind of a i don't think we even have as good of players as we did last i'd have to look at that roster matthew hoppy is better than Kate Cowell and their I performance. Like the midfield was better back then. We still had, I think, Acosta and I don't know. I'd have to look at the, I'd have to look at that that line that uh, roster. But I feel like that uh, had a little more talent. Uh, the in the 2021 Concacaf Gold Cup final, I think we started. Yeah, we started uh, Matt Turner, so we're better this year than we were then. Reggie Cannon at right back, he's better than Brian Reynolds, yeah. I think. Um, James Sands at center back. No, uh, we got better there. <laughs> um, Miles Robinson. I think that version of Miles was better than this version because he was healthier. Um, left back was Bellow. I'll take I'll take Jones over Bellow. Yeah. Um, m- midfield was Williamson, Acosta, Legette. Yeah, they were better than what we have now. Um, and then a, a spark of offense in that group. Yeah, well, it's it's what you're asking is is Williamson better than Mihailovic? Yes. Is Legit better than Busio? Call it a push. And then is Acosta better than Sands? Paul Ariola was a winger on that yeah. team. I would give I would give a lot for Paul Ariola. So much right for Ari- Paul Ariola at right wing right now. And then Zardes and Hoppy. And so you're saying, would you rather Ariola, Zardes, and Hoppy, or whoever the fuck at right wing, Jesus Ferreira and <laughs> Matt and Kate Cowell. And it's like, I think 2021 was probably better. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's what's that meme? These girls having a mid off. Yeah. Yeah. They having a mid off. Um, <laughs> but I, I think like, oh, and Brandon Vasquez should start because he's a striker and he's the only well, one we have on this team. Minus to pump crosses in, like don't aim him at the five, six guy. I, I think Vasquez is actually like sort of like the, a great version of in the lead up to the world cup. Like we talked about how we wanted, we wanted PFOC or DK just as dudes who are tall, who can yeah. add in crosses. Throw them out um, at the end if you need to. Right. Vasquez is sort of that, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't really want to deal with 90 minutes of Brandon Vasquez, but for like 20 chasing a game. Sure. Well, um, in, in the horseshoe of death, I think he's the right nine. Yeah. I think his profile is wrong when we're playing our A team because I think that we're on the cusp of really wanting to play soccer versus just like hammer and balls. But I don't know. I think that this team takes a big step forward if you start Baskets and Ferreira. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's, I, I mean, I think that's our best, our best 11 includes both of them. Um, it's worth noting here that um, DeAndre Edlin did not play on his birthday and Aaron Long did. Just saying. Just nope. saying. Uh, okay, so next game is the early game on Wednesday, which is helpful for those of you on the East Coast and shitty for those of us on the West Coast. <laughs> um, so we play Panama. Um, I, I don't think fatigue is going to be an issue, but 120 minutes, you 
don't really have any options in the midfield to rotate. Um, unless I got to tell you, I just, before we leave, if Jackson Ewell starts a semi, a gold cup semifinal, it will be the funniest day on Twitter. You know, if you start him as an eight instead of Busio or Mihailovic, I wouldn't even care. I think it would be so, no, just like the jokes, oh, the, yeah. the reaction. Yeah. Um, the internet would melt, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say, please down. <laughs> it would be really funny. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate doing things for the lulls. I don't even know. Um, what is Jackson Ewell doing at San Jose these days? Like, does he know. still play as a six? Behind uh, a paywall. Don't know. I haven't seen San Jose in like two years. <laughs> um, but okay. So uh, with that, I, I don't think that we, we need to go into that game anymore. Um, suffice to say it was boring as shit for the first 85 minutes and then super exciting for the last 40. Yeah, there you go. Oh, also, um, it it should probably be mentioned. Um, we hope that linesman is okay. Oh yeah. Whoops. Uh, we probably should have mentioned that at some point, but but, but we go by players, not by time. Uh, if you want to go for a timeline, there is another podcast that will do that for you. Um, the last thing I do want to mention is, uh, you know, uh, for all of those uh, people in Canada who claim that title for World Cup qualifying, um, suck it. We'll see you next yeah. time. They, like you're they, not like I hate to Michigan this, but you're not a rival of ours. No, they got <laughs> they got super annoying super quickly. Yeah, they're for, the winners that spent their money too quickly and now they're broke again. Yeah, it's you know, Canada played how Canada plays. They, I mean, this is how they beat us in like qualifying. They uh, don't play yeah. soccer, and then you once in a while, Alfonso Davies gets loose, and like, well, g- good God, like, have fun with that. But uh, you know, they don't have Alfonso Davies tonight. There, there, there was no Alfonso Davies. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you would like to find Ben on Twitter, uh, you can find him at BL Herald, um, halfspaces.com. If you'd like to follow Kevin uh, at Kev underscore Kwiatkowski, um, you can find me at Diamonds Esquire uh, or at TLSTDS. We're also on threads. Kev, are you on threads yet? <laughs> Come on. You know the answer to that. No. Um, uh, we're on threads at TLSTDS. I don't post there because it doesn't, it's not like in order. So like, there's no real reason. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess if you really want to hear more about uh, Kev's uh, Canada hate. You can you can uh, find him on Reddit if you can you can do that for us. Kev, do you do you have any thoughts about Canada right now? Uh, I just they get what they had coming, and I'm glad that it was us to knock them out both times. Um, they they yeah. got way they got way out over their skis with this whole Kings of Concacaf. Like it's a uh, you know qualifying for the World Cup is a binary result. Uh, either you get in or you don't like don't claim that you won something when there's when you don't win qualifying you qualify or you don't yeah um so no that's it's good to see them you know take a take a little little step back they 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 deserve nothing but what they get um yeah i and i think i think like in qualifying they 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 got us once okay fine um 
they got us back in 2019. But like, if you look at the the history of this and you look at like every other time we play, it's very clear that one of these teams is better than the other and yes. not Canada. Um, you can find us on Instagram just as soon as Canada catches us in CONCACAF. Uh, so don't look soon. <laughs> Although I guess technically we do have an Instagram now because you need one for threads, but huh. Anyways, thank wow. you to our yeah right. Thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Exercise put in, Bird Dogs, and uh, whoever else. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your uh, either your flooring guy because this was all about raising the floor. Um, but obviously, mm-hmm. dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Podcast Network.